Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live in Seattle. It's Thursday, so on Thursdays I get the privilege and the honor of interviewing amazing people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today I have a great joy because as most of you know who listen to the show, and if you're new to the show, welcome. We always love having listeners and callers. It's one of our greatest privileges, isn't it, Eric, to have all these amazing people hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. Twice a week we get to have all these incredible people who participate with us a blessing. So Dorothea Hoover Kramer is the founding elder, one of the founding elders of Healing Touch. She can, I'm so sorry, Uh, my mind is just so busy. I'm so excited because I love energy medicine so much. (laughs) And she co-founded the International Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology and is the author of eight other books, including Second Chance of Your Dream and the textbook for practitioners, Healing Touch Guidebook. She's a professional psychotherapist and a director of behavioral health consults in Port Angeles, Washington. Welcome, Dorothea. Thank you. It's delightful to be with you, Marie. Oh, yeah. And and you are so close to us, even though we don't get to be in studio. I mean, you're just a few hours away or about an hour and a half away, I think. From... Uh, it's about three hours by oh. car. <laughs> yes, oh, okay. It's a little ways. bit further. Than There's, I... water. There's water in between <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, you got to take these boats and stuff, you know, all these little incidentals. Yes. So I'm holding your book by Sounds True, your um, most recent publisher, I believe, mm-hmm. um, Healing Touch, Essential Energy Medicine for Yourself and Others. Wow, beautiful. And Healing Touch was, I mean, you started to work on it um, in 1980, I believe, is when... 1989. 1989. It's a little over 20 years old. Before you started to help co-found this amazing organization that is quite huge. I mean, I just loved reading the history and all the incredible um, aspects that all of you are, you know, still participating in, in terms of research and Mm -hmm. showing proof about how energy medicine and touch, you know, with intention, of course, um, can change many, many things in the dynamic of healing. I think that's very profound. And we'll talk about all of those things because you must be very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. So before you, um, you know, actually got involved in Healing Touch, were you already um, interested in energy medicine? Absolutely. Um, I always felt that healing uh, was needed way beyond what we could do in hospital settings. I um, had the privilege of being in a small uh, Midwestern hospital, flower hospital, uh, 50 years ago. I just went to my 50th class reunion. Wow. And um, uh, nursing in those days was about pills and making beds and following doctor's orders. (laughs) I always felt that that more was needed in nursing because, uh, you know, when we gave pills, it ta- it seemed to me, especially around pain, that we should do something more, uh, something with the hands or with the heart. And uh, so I, I was always uh, asking my instructors, and they just, well, we, we don't know anything about that. And then I started hearing about therapeutic touch at the end of the, the 70s. I said, oh, this is fascinating. I learned about the American Holistic Nurses Association and uh, joined and ended up on their boards for the next 10 years. 
And part of my role with the American Holistic Nurses Association was as education director. So I was always looking for courses that we could offer to nurses to augment their skills. And met Janet Menken, right. who uh, then became the founder of Healing Touch. Wow. And uh, the, the course outlines, I think they were divinely inspired through Janet. Yeah. And uh, I was the one that, that formalized them into segments that could be taught on weekends, continuing education for nurses, and then could be expanded to become a certification course for energy medicine practitioners, energy. So did, so did you actually start out as a nurse yourself, or did yeah, you? Yeah, oh my background is nursing. Yes. Wow, and then you eventually became a therapist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh I got my, my doctorate in psychology. Oh, my goodness. You know so, um, but yes, that nursing, that interface between body and uh-huh. mind and spirit has always been very strong. Hmm. And I felt that was missing in the Western medicine that I learned in hospital settings. I think that's very similar to your background. Yes. That, uh, you know, there, there was a missing link. Right. Because we're dealing with whole people, not just the body. Right. Um, since those early days, Healing Touch has become available to really everyone. Yeah, it's just blossomed. And most of our students are not nurses anymore. Wow. They are uh, people who are interested in health care, but they come from very diverse fields such as computer sciences, um, high technology environments, um, environments uh, like teaching, um, uh, community centers, senior centers, uh, clinic uh, administration, you know, people who are, who are maybe on the periphery of health care or who are health care recipients um, who are fascinated with this work. So we have very large component now of classes mm-hmm. uh, that are offered nationally and internationally. We have probably uh, a thousand courses a year. I know. In fact, I was reading that over 100,000 people have taken the first course. Right. I mean, that's a tremendous amount of people. And now, of course, you're going to be recognized nationally as a certification program. Right. This is the first certification program in energy medicine that has national recognition. It's It's amazing. program. Yeah, amazing. So the American Nurses Credentialing Program, uh, committee and the National Organization of Credentialing Agencies have mm-hmm. uh, uh, endorsed mm-hmm. this as the first energy medicine course. So I believe many of the things that you teach, Marie, and the things that you do are um, in a way uh, ca- encapsulated in the Healing Touch training. I, I know. And, I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I loved reading the book and, and yeah. learning about energy centers and you know reading stories about um, patients and therapists. And I was very moved too. I, it feels like to me that Healing Touch, you know, part of the reason why it came to be born, and of course you would know this as the co-founder, but that to give relief to health practitioners so that they could feel like they were offering more. And mm-hmm. and you briefly did mention that, but sometimes it's just frustrating when you have a patient that's in pain or depressed or feels alone or isolated. And we know that, as you said, as a whole person, in order to heal, even if they're going to choose conventional medicine or, you know, um, be in a hospital for days on end, 
their spirit needs to be um, uplifted. Their pain needs to be um, moved a- away from the fear of it returning. You know, there yeah. needs to be an ease. Yeah. And um, healing touch also is quite well known for its ability to take away pain. That's one of the greatest successes that research has shown um, with healing touch is that it literally can remove pain. Yes, it certainly seems to alleviate pain. I think partly because people become more relaxed, they become more aware of themselves as a whole being rather than just their pain. And uh, the anxiety diminishes. Ah. So all the tensions and emotional um, uh, background that may be holding the pain in place begins to lessen. Wow. I, by no means do we discourage people from taking medication. Right, absolutely. But, but what we yeah. find is that people uh, have more effective uh, use of their medication, and mm-hmm. sometimes if they're on a regular dose, they might be able to extend the time between uh, taking mm-hmm. medication. Well, you so, know, as, an, as a nurse, you know, you have those patients that they're nervous. You know, they know yeah. they're supposed to get their pain medication every four or eight hours, and they start to get stressed, you know, right around three and right. a half it's, if it's scheduled every four. And, and that increases their anxiety, right? That increases right. their pain yeah. level. Yeah. And through something in, which seems maybe to some people who've never studied energy medicine or haven't had the experience, it seems so simple. But mm-hmm. to have an intention when you lay hands on someone, which as a nurse, um, I obviously didn't embody that, at least not consciously, until I started to actually lay hands on patients. Yeah. And it's an amazing experience. There's a, such an incredible transformation mm-hmm. within, of course, the person who's laying hands on someone, but the person who's being touched. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and in your book, you also talk about how the practitioner can center themselves and how to move into that place of intent before they right. actually lay hands. Yeah. We think of the centering as a central ethic. You know, it's absolutely required that the practitioner be aware of himself or herself, uh, be able to set aside personal issues for at least the time being, and to be fully present to the client Mm. and uh, his or her needs so that there is uh, really a healing presence. And uh, that takes some practice from our experience, mm-hmm. uh, especially since so many people in our culture are very externally oriented. They look for validation of themselves from other people, from their environment, rather than from within. So the idea of going within to clear out any tension and to really be free of uh, one's baggage before meeting with a patient or client is uh, sometimes the, the most revealing and most precious part of the Healing Touch training. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't agree more in terms of, you know, to channel light and subatomic particles through your own body or to allow more to envelop in a room that could go into a patient. Yeah, you have to be out of all the stress and mental processing and negative thinking (laughs) (laughs) that we seem to be inundated with here in the human world. It seems to be so simple. Oh, Well, today um, we are talking with Dorothea Hoover Kramer. She is a co-founder of Healing Touch. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. 
Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell welcomes John Schuster, who claims that living in the now includes harnessing the power of your past. Then Heidi Harrison is back to talk about finding your own mediumship. It's a guided journey, and Heidi gives us the inside story. And when there are angels all around, you know that Deborah Wilson is in the house, and Deborah, as always, will take your calls. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by The Gary Mann Show at 11 Pacific. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us on the web at energyintuitive.com. And Eric, how do people listen to us through KKNW's website? Just go to 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Ah, lovely. And today's Thursday, and I get the joy and the great honor of interviewing people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today I'm interviewing Dorothea Hover-Kramer, who is a founding elder of Healing Touch, and she's alive with us, even though you're in Seattle, basically, <laughs> Gig Harbor, Gig Harbor. but uh, you're on the phone with us today, and congratulations again for your ninth book, which just released October 1st, so congratulations. Mm-hmm. So beautiful, beautiful. Um, I, I think it's lovely for human beings to understand more about the dichotomy of energy medicine, about how it's being accepted around the world. In fact, yeah. you guys even have a, I'm sure you have more than one, but you have a w- world organization that actually helps out internationally. Yes, we have. Well, he like touch is worldwide, so mm. it's, uh, it's everywhere. We, I think currently we have courses in 32 countries. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, of course, Canada uh, predominantly, but, but around the world. Uh, we have a very active branch right now in Japan because of Japan, because of their disasters, uh, there's so oh, much wow. need for healing. Wow. And, and before we went to break, we talked about, you know, how Healing Touch, one of the things that became well-known with right away, along with helping patients to relax, but also reduce their pain. And there, the research actually shows that it has, um, it increases neurotransmitters that actually effectively reduce pain. Yes. Yeah, and it activates, um, you know, uh, certain transmissions that really, I mean, that have been proven scientifically under research. Yes, the research is, is getting better and better. Uh-huh. Uh, we have some very, very stunning research about healing touch impact on uh, the human immune system mm. and increased, uh, as measured by salivary um, IgA. Also, we have studies of wound healing. I was reading that in Wisconsin. 
you know, yeah. um, a nurse who specializes in wound healing has noticed a dramatic increase in healing time, or I should say mm-hmm. decrease in healing time. Decrease, yeah. Yeah. Just healing through time. An increase in effective resolutions, for instance, uh, one study we have is of a, a coronary care unit uh, where people were getting um, uh, bypass surgery, and the preparation time was effectively handled with um, relaxation and uh, relief of anxiety before the surgery. The surgery was more effective, in other words, took less time because the patients were relaxed, the anesthesia could be lessened, so they didn't have as many after effects. And uh, the one study that I quote in the book actually shows that those patients were discharged one day ahead of the usual schedule because Mm -hmm. they did so well and healed so rapidly, both emotionally and physically. Yeah, one of the most... Um, challenging things for healthcare workers is wound healing, especially decubitus ulcers, you know, that sometimes can be more prevalent in the elderly who are then having a difficult time just with their own nutrition and, and mobility issues, which really help with healing. And so to have, you know, something so beautiful laying on of hands, which soothes and calms the nervous system and allows um, for uh, pain to decrease, but then to also have their wounds heal because of it. I mean, that's just miraculous. Yeah. Really and what beautiful. we need to understand about uh, energy medicine as a whole and healing touch specifically is, is that it's full-person healing, full-body healing. It's not just the physical healing. The surgeon uh, does his work and sews up the physical wound. But for most people, surgery isn't just a physical event. It's a big emotional event. Mm-hmm. Uh, being cut into something is being removed or added. Uh, the body integrity is challenged, but also uh, there's a whole emotional agenda that everybody has, um, especially in something like heart disease. You know, the heart is sort of the, the central focus of our body and our emotions. So to be able to address uh, emotional uh, rebalance after surgery or before and after a medical procedure is very, very valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we, we find that people's thinking becomes more effective, too. They're right. more empowered right. for themselves. They may actually have some uh, better uh, ideas of how they can handle themselves or have better thought process. Right, which can actually prevent illness and create long healing. And that's what energy practitioners find out is that our minds and our feelings and repressed emotions or even emotions potentially from previous lifetimes, we know that they actually affect what's going on in the body right now. And so, you know, having this intention with healing allows all of those things to have potential for closure or some sort of acceptance or Mm -hmm. a release. And it it actually creates, uh, it's amazing how it creates long time healing, which is the whole idea of whole body wellness. Yeah, lovely. And I I also find it fascinating how much people, and you wrote about this in the book too, how much people learn about themselves when they have energy work done. Yes, and that seems to be a very valuable side effect, that, that people go inside and they might get, answers to their questions, even though they're not in a really a psychotherapeutic or counseling setting. 
Mm. But with that relaxation, they begin to access more resources within themselves, mm. and they might also get a sense of spiritual connectedness, mm. which is beyond um, what they might come up with just in ordinary thinking processes. Mm. So uh, it's very interesting how we have full body healing, which is which is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Oh, it's beautiful. Is that one of the reasons why you um, founded the Comprehensive Energy Psychology, or co-founded, I mean? Right, because uh, it seems just natural to, to use these processes with people who have predominantly emotional distress as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see clients who have severe anxiety state, panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, I see veterans. Uh, I work with uh, people from many walks of life uh, with many stressors. And it seems like the energy psychology resources are wonderful for self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, that every everything I teach them, they can then use for themselves between sessions. So they're not dependent on me, and eventually I hope to work myself out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. I believe that people ultimately heal themselves. Yeah. You know, we provide opportunities um, with our intention. Um, but, yeah, they, they're the ones who can take the reins and go through the finish line, and we get to cheerlead them as they... Uh, cross that and celebrate their own healing. And you also talk about why it's important to make friends with our body. Yes, yes. Many of us are really disconnected from bodies. Uh, it's not, uh, I think it's just part of our culture. Uh, when I ask people, where is, uh, where are you? Where, where do you most perceive yourself? And people will often point to their uh, forehead, you know, because mm. they think they, they know the brain's up there. And some people will point to their heart. But in fact, uh, the, the mind, the, the whole sense of oneself, our consciousness is in every cell of the body. Mm. It's in the toes. It's in the kidneys. It's in the heart. It's in the bones. It's in every part of ourselves, not just our heads or our hearts. And uh, so... Um, Seeing the body as a whole and and speaking to the cells and praising them for the good work they're doing and things like that, I, I think are very important. Oh, I couldn't agree more. That's so beautifully well said. So beautifully well said. So we're going to go to the phone lines. Who do we yeah. have, Eric? We're going to hop on over to Spokane and talk to our friend Pam. Hello, Pam. Hi, ladies. Thanks for taking my call. I'm thinking the conversation you just had um, about talking to your cells and your body might apply here. I'm, I was calling because I've had osteoporosis since my late 30s, and I never wanted to take a medication, but I just had a DEXA scan, and I was hoping after doing energy work that it would be reduced, and it wasn't. So I, I'm discouraged, but it's not like I talk to my bones or thank them or I'm wondering what what can I do to be more in touch and loving to my own body and trusting yes well being loving to your body doesn't mean that you uh, throw out the resources of uh, current medical practice there are certainly uh, medications to strengthen bone structure 
and uh, uh, nutritional supplements that will strengthen uh, bones. And uh, I would engage every possible resource, both the conventional medical ones and the uh, complementary ones. Uh, For instance, uh, in Western medicine, we have the things like uh, the Postamax, the the things that nurture the bone structure. In uh, naturopathy, we have herbal preparations or specific nutritional aspects that can further enhance bone structure. Mm -hmm. And then, by all means, let's add the loving thoughts and affirmations that the nutrients go exactly where they're needed for the cells to continue their action of generating the calcium that your body needs in those bones. So I would, I would go for everything that is available, not just your uh, mental process. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think working as a team with uh, those resources can give you uh, effective results and hopefully relieve some of your distress. Lovely. Thank you, Dorothea. That was great. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pam, for calling in. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So um, why do you think that um, Healing Touch has been such a success and accepted in conventional medicine? Marie, uh, your voice dropped just a bit. Oh, did it? Okay. didn't get all that. All right. So my question is, why do you think that Healing Touch has been such a success? I mean, obviously it works, so that's obviously a big part of it, but also that why it's been so accepted well in conventional medicine. Because it began in in conventional medicine. Mm. You know, it's not seen as a, um, in any way, adversarial role, it is complement. We've always used that word of uh, being an adjunct or complement, and so there is a close, close link, and therefore we see healing touch in many hospitals. Uh, I just was at my alma mater in uh, Toledo uh, Flower Hospital, where they have a healing touch practitioner full-time on their oncology unit. Wow. And, uh, you know, Western medicine has come to embrace a more holistic model, especially around the areas where there are limitations of where where Western medicine can really be helpful. And uh, we realize that the body, mind, and spirit are very closely interconnected, and a disease such as cancer uh, seems to respond exceedingly well to emotional release work, uh, to uh, mental affirmation, to spiritual connectedness, as well as physical intervention. So uh, we engage as many resources as we can Mm -hmm. for those kinds of complex uh, and often chronic illnesses. Right. And and that's basically the the term that kind of encompasses all of that is complementary medicine? Yes. Right. Where, you know, Patients, of course, may be seeking out some forms of conventional medicine, but also maybe seeing a therapist and having energy work done and acupuncture from their Chinese herbal medicine doctor, you know, right, just combining right. everything so that they can get to um, perhaps the emotional root cause of why their body is yeah. um, creating some dis-ease within it. Yeah. yeah, lovely, lovely. Well, we are live here talking to Dorothea Hover-Kramer. She is the founding elder of Healing Touch, And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we'll be right back. Mm 
Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Like what you hear? Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's Thursday, so I'm interviewing Dorothea Hover-Kramer. She is a founding elder of Healing Touch. She is also the co-founder of the International Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. Very exciting. You know, Dorothea, it's always been one of my greatest, you know, um, I love it when I get to work with a therapist and help teach them energy medicine. Hmm. Um, It's just something that just truly, truly excites me because I think a big part of healing is understanding the mind and how the mind works. And of course, therapists spend years, and, mm-hmm. you know, understanding and developing their own skill sets on how to help their patients bypass their mental thinking and at least the, the thinking that's not healthy for them and to create new thinking approaches and resolve, you know, old wounds and pain. So I think it's, fa- it's a fascinating um, conjunction of bringing energy medicine and therapy yeah. together. I think it's quite profound. I, I truly do. And, and when I'm um, in reading the book, part three is healing touch skills for you and the people you care about. So this book is really for the general public to learn some basic tools of healing touch that they could use right away. That's right. That was our goal uh, with Sounds True, who's a wonderful publisher of spiritual and self-help books, is to uh, give something very practical so anyone can use this book to... Um, learn about themselves, learn how to do some of the self-care exercises we have there, 
and uh, also to be available to friends, neighbors, people in crisis, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to give some basic interventions that can help uh, another person. And wow. that's one of the most satisfying things that we can do as human beings. Ah. We are social beings, after all. We are, and there's beautiful illustrations, so very easy step-by-step um, hand um, postures that you can create after you've learned how to still your mind and be in that positive intention of light. Uh, and it is amazing when people first learn how to do this. It really does work. <laughs> and, and I think people, like every time I teach Reiki, you know, to people who've never studied energy medicine, I mean, they really are shocked that when they're in that beautiful place that things really do change almost instantaneously. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Also, I noticed um, in the book that you talk about with hand movements or placements. I don't know if that's the language that Healing Touch uses. Um, but there's uh, a difference in terms of moving the hand or holding it still. Yes. For instance, uh, let's say we're talking about pain relief. Um, say you have a sore knee. Uh, knee. The knee joint seems to be very vulnerable. Uh, it's a hinge and it does many complex things and it holds up the uh, upper body to the feet. So uh, knees are often painful. Uh, in the early stages, I'm not suggesting long-term pain that's been there for a long time because that needs medical evaluation, but say you have an early uh, twinge, uh, uh, you know, just happened, maybe you took a misstep and it hurts, and um, you really don't want to do pain medication unless you have to, and so you think, can I use this for myself? So the instructions we have in the book are pretty clear that you can begin, of course, with your heart center, centering yourself, uh, aligning with that sense of uh, peacefulness and calm within yourself, and then gently bring the hands over the knee and brushing from above the site of pain mm. to below, brushing from above to below, and the hands move like a waterfall over the painful area. Mm. So it's a smoothing, uh, soothing gesture of letting that uh, distress or tension or pain release to the earth. So the image is of the hands moving from above to below to the painful area and then releasing the hands to shake out or uh, let go of that so it can be transformed. Mm. And that that might be repeated movements for 20 or 30 times while Mm. you're feeling calm and centered. Mm. Oh, it just sounds so gorgeous. And it really is true in terms of the repetitiveness of a hand gesture. You know, when I use, because I've studied Reiki, haven't studied um, Healing Touch. It's a Mm. gorgeous modality. Um, But I may use 100 different symbols on a person's body. Not 100 different ones, but 100 times of Multiple symbols. The repetition seems to entrain the body and mind together. And then we might let the hands rest on the painful area. Mm. Just let the hands rest. Know that there are energy centers in the palms of the hands, especially. Mm. And let that intention of bringing caring thoughts to the painful area, uh, like I talked before about talking to the cells, talking to kindly to your body and knowing that there's an intelligence and wisdom in the body 
So you're letting that intention really anchor to uh, the site with the hands held still. And again, that might be for several minutes. And then just release and uh, allow maybe a little movement to come. Uh, if the pain persists, um, and I would uh, certainly evaluate it carefully, uh, you might add a mild pain reliever uh, and repeat the gesture. Uh, certainly anything that lasts uh, or gets worse would need uh, medical evaluation. As I mentioned, I see the alliance with current, the known conventional medicine, a very important factor. I would never uh, want to reduce access to the medical tools we have, but we realize also that there are limitations, you know, for, uh, say, ongoing conditions or uh, conditions of chronic states that we might want to add the energy medicine interventions. And right, absolutely. Make it very positive. So we've made the book as practical as I could in terms of things you can do for yourself and for others. Yeah, it's beautiful. And people you care about. And uh, sometimes it might mean also uh, being present in a crisis. You know, a child falls in front of you. You don't even know the child. But you know with your centered presence, you can bring the hand to that child's presence mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and uh, facilitate calming. Beautiful. So we're going to go ahead and go to the phone line now. Who do we have, Eric? Well, let's talk to... I gotta come over here because my eyes are not good today. <laughs> I gotta talk to myself to get them <laughs> yeah. to work. Gotta talk right. to those beautiful rods and your. That's retina. right. Yes. Rods and cones. Let's yes. talk to Shalene while I do that. And uh, Shalene is in Redmond today. Hi, Shalene. <laughs> How are you? Hi, I am good. I wanted to ask you guys about um, broken desire and healing broken desire. Mm, that's a great question. Um, how would you like to offer that, Dorothea? This would be more of a, a heart, a heart-centered issue, like like a concern of uh, hurt feeling. Do you have a hurt feeling about that? Well, it just it manifests in that I can't. Um, I'll start to get excited about something, and then it just completely fizzles out, and I can't ever like really stick to anything. So it does sound like, like there was some wounding in your life, uh, which may be known or unknown. Of course, we don't have time to go into it in depth, but I would, I would suggest um, thinking of what part of the body do you most feel this distress in, and then letting your hands go to that part of the body uh, with the intention of calming or soothing that okay. part. It's a great idea, yes, so that you can just get down to the cellular memory of it and mm -hmm. perhaps create some vibration to help, help it shift. That's a great idea. So um, is it Celine? Am I saying it correctly, your name? Celine. Celine. Mm -hmm. So, yep. you know, like right now, is there a place that you're acknowledging in your own body that you can kind of sense that is could be the, you know, the place physically for you? Well, I feel a lot in my chest, mm. heart area. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, and so do you think you'd be able to spend some time there and just even asking, you know, the question about how can I resolve this in my highest good? 
You know, okay. Does that sound like a good plan, Dorothea? That sounds excellent. <laughs> I would add um, an affirmation uh, while you're holding the heart area and maybe gently moving the hands uh, toward the left side, you know, circles toward the left. Uh, uh-huh. Add the affirmation. I completely love and accept myself. I am a lovable and capable person. Okay. Love that. I love that. Just sounds gorgeous. (laughs) Sounds gorgeous. So you're really adding not only the physical touch and your intention, but also words that uh, help that healing. Hmm. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. you. Have a beautiful Um, day. Oh, yes. uh, Marie, um, do you have any um, guidance for me as far as direction that I should be looking for a new new pathway for work? Well, I mean, here's what I'm getting when I look at your energy system. First of all, you already know, but you're so afraid to make a mistake that you're just, you're not allowing yourself like out of the racehorse gate. That's the image I get in my head. Like you're this thoroughbred, you know, you're behind the gate. You could really win the, the race and the pot of gold. <laughs> and and the horse is afraid to go out of the gate. It's like waiting for everybody else. It's almost like, I think some people, especially when they're empathic and compassionate like you are, they're some, they sometimes want to wait till everybody else has reached some place of um, success before they allow right. themselves to, you know, they don't want right. to be the leader of the pack, but you are meant to be the leader of the pack, um, at least in my opinion. Um, and, and everyone needs leaders. I mean, look at all the things that Dorothea has um, created. And without them, you know, when I think of myself being um, a self-taught healer, without people like Dorothea creating, you know, successful modalities that are accepted around the world, um, it may not have been an easy experience for me to really step into energy medicine. So I think you need to give yourself permission to be um, a leader of the horse race back, <laughs> if indeed that uh, metaphor works for you. And you love people and you love holistic healing. So I think it's something that you should consider allowing yourself to. Um, I believe there is some wonderful healing touch courses offered in the Redmond area. Oh, really? Okay. Very active group. You might want to sign on to. Uh, HealingTouchProgram.com, uh-huh. their website. Uh, they have a, a where you can find a listing of the courses that are being offered and also the practitioners in, in that area. So we have practitioners uh, all over the country, but uh, very, very strong groups in the Seattle Redmond area. Okay. So you might want to check that out. Okay. Lovely. Thank you, Dorothea. That's mm-hmm. great. And we, we would love to hear all about it. So, you know, let us know how it goes. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great mm-hmm. day. Bye. Uh, in the book also, Dorothea, you talk about um, learning to trust your intuition. Right. Yeah. So how do you teach that? <laughs> well, it mostly it's a, uh, you know, we all have it. We all have hunches about things. But most of us learn to squelch that. Uh, to put that away, partly because um, there was usually some kind of a confrontation or somebody said, oh, you don't really know that. Um, And their confusion-making parental and uh, other people who stop us from really developing our intuition. So some of it is is just to get ourselves, uh, get that old programming out of the way. And I have a 
little exercise about how to access uh, your own creative process and let go of the inner critic. Mm. And so I want to encourage people to uh, certainly be aware there is often an inner critic or an internalized uh, critical parent, and uh, we can let that go uh, gradually and uh, begin to move into permission to just be ourselves, kind of like the intervention you gave, Marie, of um, trusting your own knowing to go ahead and go forward, um, regardless of where other people are. Mm-hmm. You know, be the lead leader if uh, you are faster than the <laughs> others. Uh, be who you are. Right. Uh, and, and begin to follow hunches. And it doesn't mean, you know, wildly doing things without heed, uh, giving away all your money to somebody or anything like that. Right. It means carefully uh, paying attention, you know, when something comes through that rings for you. Um, finding out more information. Say you heard about something that's meaningful, check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, You saw something in a dream. Uh, See if you can write it down or make an image of it and work with that image. Uh, How does it come to you? Um, There are lots of opportunities. Human need is everywhere. So uh, it won't take long if you're interested in helping others uh, for opportunities to come. I was just talking with a client this morning. She went to uh, see a friend, and the friend was ill or not available, and she found out about a Healing Touch for Animals class uh, that same weekend. She was in that town, and so she, even though she wasn't going to be there all the whole time, she decided to go, and it turned out that she met a lady there who wanted her to teach in her community. Uh, it was just, just like she followed the hunch of doing something that was meaningful for her, and from that came an offer to uh, move forward with her life uh, that she hadn't expected. Uh, so so that's, that's just part of life. There are these synchronicities. Once we uh, have an idea that we want to do something, to help others, then we begin to track, well, where where are those classes? Where are those opportunities? Um, how can I get connected? How can I begin to find uh, my peers, my fellow students, my classmates, and uh, more opportunities? So mm-hmm. I, I just encourage people to, to begin to track their hunches. Writing things down is a good way to, to help. You know, I noticed such and such. I wonder what this might mean. Where can I look this up? Uh, with the Internet now, we have access to incredible amounts of information very mm-hmm. readily. Mm-hmm. So any idea that you have can be followed and right. may uh, lead you to fascinating connections with others or fascinating um, right. insights. You know, one of the stories in the book, you talk about a friend of yours who had been caring for her um physician husband who was older than her and his health was he was dying basically and she'd been working really really hard to take care of him and she was exhausted you know burnt out and she had taken a healing touch course apparently years before and there was actually a beautiful hand placement that helps to re-inspire the caregiver and um, she went ahead and did a hand placement and she felt 
inspiration again to continue the work that she needed to do while he was still here. Right, right. And it was just a reminder of what she already knew. Yes. I believe that's what intuition is. It's really reminders of our own greatness, our own strengths and gifts. Oh, that's so gorgeous. And connecting to those in an intentional way, mm-hmm. you know, not just haphazardly, but with, with clear intention. Yes, mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to find out more about what's inside me. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. And, uh, and that's... That, that often these insights come in just a flash. They come very quickly. Yeah, know? spontaneously. Yeah. Yes. And, and they don't seem logical, you know, when they, mm-hmm. and it's not about logic. Intuition isn't. Um, just like the image I had of the woman as a horse, you know, it just <laughs> let me know how powerful she is. That's such a strong and powerful animal, yeah. like a horse. Yeah. And, and that she's, she's actually a thoroughbred because she's running you know, mm-hmm. with other mm-hmm. thoroughbreds, but she just doesn't want to leave the gate. It, also in the book, you talk about um, a story, a personal story for you where you were on a trip, I believe, like a river rafting trip of some sort. And one of the participants actually experienced hypothermia. Is that am I re, am I telling yes, the story yes. wrong? That was the Grand Canyon trip. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you had to think through all your stories, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and yes, a number of us fell into the river, and the river is about forty degrees. Oh so, my gosh! Um, it's not not a good place to be very long. And one of the uh, people was uh, quite hypothermic by the time we got her. It was like a rag doll and unresponsive. Oh my gosh! And we're in the, you know, in the Grand Canyon. There's no chance of getting picked up. It was sunset, and um, there's no way we could get outside help. So we had to rely on our own resources. And uh, the healing touch intervention was simply smoothing, of course, getting the wet clothes off, getting dry blankets on, and and uh, smoothing the energy field head to toe, uh, repeating that movement and allowing the body to recover uh, gradually. And it worked rather quickly, too. It worked very quickly. Yes. Oh, that was such a great story. Yeah. Because hypothermia is serious. I mean, it can be very serious. And 40 degrees is, yeah, not at all acceptable, you know, for body temperature for human beings. Yeah. So also in the book, you talk about the chakras and the human energy system so that people can even gather more knowledge about how, you know, energy runs in our meridian lines and how everything is energy. You also talk about um, research that... um, that is out in the world that's proving that energy medicine works from a technical perspective. Yes. Certainly there, there seem to be major effects that we've noticed consistently, and this is true in uh, both energy psychology and in many of the other programs of energy medicine, and the, that there is relief of uh, anxiety, uh, increased relaxation response, which would be the calmer breathing, the sense of uh, peacefulness, um, bodily changes that are associated with relaxation. We, we certainly notice the relief of um, the pain uh, or lessening of the pain sensation, the accessing of more potential, mm-hmm. more, more resilience, in the personality, a sense of self-empowerment. Um, those seem to be some of the deeper 
manifestation, mm-hmm. uh, although we also notice things like increased immune functioning and right. accelerated wound healing. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of that could be from, you know, individuals changing their thinking, you know, right. which can enhance the immune system yeah. so, so significantly. The research in uh, neuroplasticity, you know, the plasticity of the neurons in our uh, neurological wiring, the uh, reality that uh, nerve cells do regenerate, although traditional medicine has uh, yet to, to believe that, but right. they do regenerate. Right. And that the, the epigenetic changes, there, there's actually shifts in uh, the material that is around the DNA strand so that more effective um, mechanisms for relief and rapid healing are made available. Wonderful. So there's a lot of current research that's very exciting and Mm. that confirms, yes, our thoughts are powerful. We create with our mind. Oh, it's beautiful. Dorothea, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show. You are just a gem, and we're so lucky that you have worked so diligently with these two organizations, you know, creating a positive road um, for energy medicine. So thank you so much for coming on the show, and congratulations on your eighth book. And my, my website is yes. uh, www.healingtouchbook.com. Oh, lovely. And people can also go to Sounds True and find out all about you because your book yeah. just came out Sounds October True. 1st. Com, and then, of course, healingtouchprogram.com, so there are a lot of sources for interest. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Enjoy this um, gorgeous day in Seattle. I look forward to meeting you in the future. And thank yes. you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. And Bye thank, thank you everyone for listening to the show. And we'll be back next week. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.